welcome back to the podcast on everything. I am your host, Dan Berlin. Today we have a sports edition episode, um, coronavirus sports edition. And in it, I have a guest, Jeff Hanna, who you may remember from a telephone conversation about the NFL, maybe like a season or two ago. So welcome back to the show, Jeff. Um, he is very knowledgeable on sports. <laughs> yeah, he's very knowledgeable on sports, so we're going to go over uh, what happened in sports, which is basically a complete shutdown in the whole world of sports, and um, what our thoughts are and the future of sports in the world, what we think. Um, so as you guys know, me and Jeff, we are doing this not together, but over the internet because of the coronavirus. Um, so this is the first time we've actually done this. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be, this is the first for the podcast on everything. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I foresee a lot of new episodes just like this. Um, Jeff, are you ready? Sure. All right. So, um, as we all know, what started happening with the coronavirus, um, it started in China, and the first thing it started to affect was the Olympics. And there was talks of what they should do with the Olympics, and they started to decide, all right, we'll make that decision in May if we have to, or the end of April. So nothing was really decided then. Um, and in America, the first I heard about it affecting a sports league was the Ivy League in college basketball. They had their tournament about to start, and they just said, you know what, screw it. Whoever won the regular season is the champion, and that was on March 10th. And then after that, a couple days later, was like the big blow to the sporting world, um, collegiate and professional, which was March 12th. Um, March 12th, I believe, uh, the, the NCAA... Uh, announced that they were going to be playing games with no fans, which ended up turning out to be later. They just canceled the whole tournament. Uh, that same day, uh, Adam Silver announced there was a 30-day suspension uh, in the NBA season, and the NHL shut down shortly after that. Yeah, and the, the, um, the interesting thing was about the NCAAs was that they were going to actually have it. They were just thinking of having venues that were small, and there was talks that the Palestra could even have the Final Four, which have been really cool to see, like a 100-plus-year-old stadium that can hold only a few thousand people host it. Um, but then they, I think they came to their senses, and they were like, this is going to get only much worse. There's no point in trying to do this. Yeah. Um, once the news started coming out that it was spreading uh, by people who were asymptomatic um, and you know, people who had or had mild uh, cases, uh, they decided that, you know what, we can't have these, we can't put the players in jeopardy, the referees, the coaches, the, the media, etc. Um, so I think they made the right decision of what And as it continues to, to get worse, I mean, uh, we, it's, it's basically definitive that they did the right thing. Yeah, and it's a... Yeah, the... Um, part of the big reason that they Gobert got it, and then it turned out later on that, you know, 
I think the entire Nets team got uh, tested, and then it ended up, ended up that four of their players had coronavirus, one being Kevin Durant. Yeah, let's go back to um, March Madness real quick. And um, that's like a billion-dollar industry that they basically were just like, we have to shut this down. And they, they'd even plan on doing it for the future. They were like, it's not suspended. It is. It's, well, this is, it's not postponed. It is suspended. It's done. It's not happening. And at the same time, they said their spring sports were also canceled, um, which was kind of like a big blow to baseball and the other ones that just started getting going, you know. And then it kind of came out to, well, what's going to happen with the champions of these leagues? Um, are they going? Are we going to just crown somebody or just not have one? And as of right now, they don't have one. Um, what do you think they should do for this? Just keep it the way it is with no champion, or? I think that I think that that's the way that they should they should go. Um, I'd be hard pressed to think that you could just take a regular winner. Um, and you know, once this all ends, and they could they could redo uh, you know the season if they want, or, or you know, play out the end of the regular season, and then um, in in all sports, so the NBA, NHL. Um, I guess you couldn't really do that with the NCAA tournament, though. Kids could graduate. Yeah, and that that's where it come, becomes like the tricky thing with all this, and you feel bad for the small schools that. Yeah, I feel bad for the small schools that were just like the first time in years that they were able to make it. You get like Penn State. I, I can't tell you the last time they made it. But you had Dayton, who was a, literally a team that could win that you don't hear about winning the tournament that often. They had one of the best chances to win. And then it's like, all right, so what do these players get to do? Do they get another year of eligibility? Cause they're, but they were so close to graduating. It was announced that they do get an additional year of eligibility. Now, whether the yeah. whether the students end up graduating and going, you know, into the workforce, or if they, they end up sticking around, I mean, that, that's on them. But or if they end up going to the NBA, yeah, and that's where it becomes tricky because, and we'll get to the NBA in a second. But for these for these colleges, it's like the money's gone. Uh, I saw. Uh, um, sorry, Jeff, you kind of cut off for a second. All right, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so let's move to the NBA. You talked about Rudy, and um, we. do you want to fill us in on what he did on a microphone before he was diagnosed? You know? <laughs> before joking around, at a, I think it was a post-game press conference, and he ended up, what it looked like almost a fake cough and then he grabbed all the microphones and then it turned out about a week later he ended up testing positive for it. Yeah, the first first NBA player to test positive too. Yeah. Yeah. So I know he's he's been a lot of backlash from that uh, stunt since then and um, Donovan Mitchell wasn't too bad. Um, so, and I believe they were going to play a game against 
I think it was the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they canceled the game minutes before tip-off. And that was the, sort of the start of uh, yeah, the NBA shutting down. Yeah, and it's, it's just weird. I, I wonder what the fans are going through when all of a sudden, like right before tip-off, they're told, hey, guys, this is not going to happen. Um, the season is postponed. And they're like, what? <laughs> you know, because I don't know. So the, the NBA ended up shutting down on March 12th. That was a Thursday. The Sixers had a game that Wednesday. And I was listening to sports radio the day after when uh, the Philadelphia stations. And people said it was a really weird atmosphere there that sort of everybody knew what was going to happen. Um, even though the NBA hadn't officially shut down, everybody was sort of like looking at their phones and, you know, like they weren't, they weren't as, you know, they didn't cheer as much as, you know, maybe they would have on a normal regular season game just because they knew that you know, everything was going to be shut down in a few days. Yeah, and you kind of started... If I had tickets to a game um, leading up to that, I personally would not have handled that situation. Yeah, um, it didn't... I wasn't really thinking that like, things would happen. It was just every day, but then once it started getting closer and you started realizing things may happen, then most people's plans changed and I probably wouldn't have gone to a, a professional stadium with who knows how many yeah. people. Like, I, I could maybe justify to myself a high school game but a professional game was just too many people especially when you talk about something that's going to spread that's exactly where you don't want to be yeah I think uh, why I would have made that decision is because the county which I live in in Pennsylvania was the first county to have to that point uh, there were about 20 confirmed cases in our county. So I, at that point, I'm pretty certain that there were cases in Philadelphia that just didn't, um, and turns out now Philadelphia has way more than 2,000 cases. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think was going to happen with the NHL? Because um, the NHL and, and NBA were kind of the same. Yeah, the NBA were... The NBA ended up canceling earlier in the day, and then uh, I knew as soon as that happened that the, the NHL ended up shutting down their uh, more they, the NHL to stop their morning skate. So then at that point, I was pretty certain that the NHL was going to get shut down as well. I think that the NBA and the NHL down was uh, pretty important from a society standpoint because up until that point, everyone was about their lives normally and they were pretty much the first big entity to say you know what was coronavirus seriously and we're going to end up just suspending our season until further notice yeah I think officially and I think I think what they did was they tried to plan as best as they could to try to finish the season and then they realized that they couldn't because the NHL was 10 games away basically from starting their playoffs and to be that close you know they wanted to do it and then once they decided just like the NBA then like I think the rest of America took notice that this is a lot more serious than what we think because it 
after then, NCAA came right in the, at night and said the same thing. MLB came out and said the same thing, that they are postponing until further notice. Opening day should have been a few days ago. Um, now there's talks they may have a 100-game schedule. Who knows what's going to happen with MLB. Um, after them, I don't know how big... Say it again. That's for sure. Um, and I mean, there's uh, it being suppressed, but not going away fully during the summer, and then coming back in the fall. I mean, that would impact the NFL season. Yeah, the NFL. Yeah, the NFL season is still going on, but now you're getting into the drafts of these leagues, and then it's like, what's going to happen with those? Should we postpone those? And then if they do postpone, let's say the M- NBA draft. I'm assuming a lot of those college players will go right back to college um, and probably play in that. Yeah. yeah. But um, Major League Baseball is a tricky one because it's they have so many games, they can still get a season in, but when will they say it's not worth having a season if we play 60 games or 70 games or whatever? Or will they just do double headers like every other day, you know? <laughs> like it, it's a... It's a Quite tricky situation. Major League Baseball is in right now. Um, yeah, I don't know how big into the XFL you are. Say that again. I mean, no, nobody knows it's going to end. Yeah, and that's like where it gets into it because they can't put a, a set date on it and then delay it. That'll just that'll look bad for PR, you know. I and. In, We'll talk about that in the future, like the first ones to do it and why they should be. But um, the next day you had the XFL cancel. Then you had the Masters get postponed. Then you had Wimbledon. You have all these marathons. You have NASCAR getting postponed. Uh, All like within short times. Do you think the XFL is actually going to still be around? Because it started getting popular again. And And then this virus comes through and wipes out the season. Before we get to the Olympics, I was just going to get into horse racing for a second. Um, they decided to postpone the Kentucky Derby till September. And I think that's the first time since 1945 when there was a federal ban on it at the time because of the war. And they pushed that back, which is impacting like all of horse racing, which I've learned is over a $100 billion industry. Um, there's still a few tracks going on right now, but most of them are completely shut down. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? Do you, they were trying to fight saying that it was essential because these animals need to be fed, but do you think that they also need to be raced as essential in some of these states? No. <laughs> yeah, like I was reading about that in California, and I was thinking... I don't see how you could say that racing would be essential. I know taking care of them could be essential. But it is interesting that horse racing is still going on. Just no fans are there. And it's just one by one each state is taking them down. I think there's two states left that are horse racing, actually. Do you think they should stop? I think, yeah, that anything we can do as a 
as a society to stop the spread of this is our responsibility. And I know that people uh, in the horse racing community, I mean, that's their bread and butter. That's how they make, make their money. But unless the majority of U.S. citizens actually stay home and practice social distancing, I mean, this is going to carry on for longer and longer. And I think the more places that shut down and, and are not essential, uh, the quicker that this is going to be suppressed. Yeah. I think we have a responsibility as a society to you know, show hardship for now for the betterment of our population and our, of our people. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, after all that happened, we had the Olympics get pushed back a year. Um, other countries have followed suit and they have either postponed or suspended seasons. Um, you know what hasn't been suspended and what is going to happen in air tonight? Do you have any? Uh, are you going to say WWE? <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> the dub, uh, WrestleMania is still happening. It was uh, filmed a month ago. And it aired yesterday, and it's airing tonight. It's like the one true sport. <laughs> it's not live, so not. Yeah. So I, I wonder how. I think a lot of people just might view it just because they know what happened during all of this, and they still went through with it. Um, yeah. But it should be interesting to see. Uh, I kind of want to tune into WrestleMania just because I want to see what if they talk about the coronavirus during it. At all, yeah. But I have no interest in wrestle wrestling at all. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've seen it since you know, back in two thousand or whatever when I was a little kid. Right. But I do find Maybe it interesting. That, uh, my horse racing is an essential because I just don't care about the horse racing <laughs> or, or the Kentucky or the stupid hats they wear. <laughs> I just. I just find it interesting that how much money is involved in, in uh, racing worldwide. I had no idea it was that big of a thing. Yeah, yeah but but Kentucky Derby is, I think it's like 151 or 150 years that it's happened. And it's just getting pushed back. And I wonder if it will happen this year. You know, because apparently it's a big deal for a lot of people, especially when they make their, their living, basically going to the track every day. <laughs> This is all suppressed. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, So let's get into um, where do they go from here? And then we'll go into like the future and societal impacts. So where do you think these leagues should go right now? Just sit and wait it out or what should they do? uh, uh, Right now, I think they should just be suspended indefinitely and we'll see when... Uh, they, they're able to get back to it. Um, as far as the NBA, I mean, my, my personal—if I were Adam Silver, then I would—I'd be looking at you know, having a, a condensed regular season and then uh, abbreviated playoffs. So instead of seven-game series, maybe you go to three or five, um, and then end up trying to wrap it up sometime in August. And then I would—I would say the same thing for the NHL. 
I know that's that's loss in revenue, but the seven game series in basketball and hockey, I mean those yeah, those are literally two month playoffs, and and you say if you try to do that and do the rest of the full regular season, you're basically going from that to a new season, like immediately after. And then, what happens to the teams in the playoffs that had to play for those two extra months? They don't get the time off. I feel like that would benefit the teams that didn't make the playoffs. The next season. I'd, be, I'd be okay with that starting the playoffs as the standings look now. I mean, I know that whoever's in ninth place in the East and West, I'm not sure who that, <laughs> who that is. And they might have a gripe, but they're not beating the Bucks or the Lakers anyway. So No, and um, yeah, I, I, I do realize that the Sixers now are kind of, if the season kicks, starts off again, they're in a good spot because their players are now getting healthy. I think yesterday was the first day that Ben Simmons was scheduled to be back. And now he's going to be fully healthy if the season comes back, you know? So, like, there are a few teams that are going to benefit from this delay if it is just a delay. But, yeah, the, the millions of dollars. Um, have you heard the talks about the NBA reducing salaries? Um for the time being to these players. Uh, and uh, um, I saw that the Sixers were one of the teams that were going to do that, and then Joel Embiid came out against it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's tough to tough to stomach as a player, you know, making, like, I don't know what the NBA average is for, for salary. Maybe your billionaire owner not want to pay for you know your salary, your contract that you signed. Um, I, hmm. but I I feel like it's, it's a tough yeah. it's a tough one. Yeah, but you look around the country and companies are doing that. Even though you have a contract with them, they can just you know they're furloughing you or cutting your salary by a percentage. Why can't an NBA or a league do the same? Um, Iowa State has done it with a lot of their big-time coaches. <laughs> what did you say, Jeff? Breaking up. They kind of kissed their friend. <laughs> Who knows what happens. LeBron's like, I already have $500 million in the bank. You can kiss my ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, um, how long can these companies or these leagues go without making any money during the time they make money, you know? So I understand why they want to reduce it, and it'll put them in a better spot for the future. As a player, it's obviously got to suck. So I think right now they're talking about reducing by 50%, and then the collective bargaining said 25%. So we'll see what they what happens. But I do think something's going to happen with at least their salaries in some form or fashion. Um, percent their game for their game checks um, that might be it I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do I just know that the the idea is out there and they're figuring out if that's a, a place they have to go to um, a lot of the colleges are really starting to do that right now like I said Iowa State is has already done it there's going to be a handful more um the money that the NCAA was going to make 
um, and then divvy out has been reduced by, I think, 30%. So a lot of these colleges right now are trying to find ways of, you know, paying salaries to people without the money that just came in um, or that should have come in during March Madness, which end, which should have been ending tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the NCAA when this big cash, you know, all this cash that should have came in doesn't come in. And then if college football gets delayed, is the NCAA going to get a bailout? What happens with, with college sports, you know? And I think that's kind of what they're figuring out right now. Right. So you ready to talk about the future of sports? Sure. All right. Um, so what do you think is going to happen? Let's say, let's say everything happens great. NFL comes back September. Do you think they're going to get the amount of fans they normally get? Because it, it is America's, basically America's sport. Or do you think people are going to be weary and stay away and the NFL is going to lose a lot of money? I think that the stadiums will be cool. I think that NFL makes a lot of their money off the TV contracts, too. But, yeah, I think uh, if, if all goes well and the virus is suppressed over that doesn't come back in the fall, then you people, people are going to be in the stands. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if they don't go in the stands, you mentioned the TV, so that's, a, that's an interesting thing to t- think about. Like, the TV... Ads will just go through the roof, you know, because I have more viewers in at home, which might be a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. It might be like Super Bowl types of games. Yeah, the NFL definitely was the one of the ones the um, as far as timing for this. Um, obviously, the NBA and NHL are packed the most major league baseball now. Yeah, um, I'm really curious to see what college football will do if it gets delayed. What what their plans are going to be for college football? Because that's a hundred thousand people in stadiums. How long can these small schools, you know, survive if they don't get to play Alabama and get that huge paycheck? You know, will the football program still be on? Um, I mean, it depends on how how long it gets still. November then that they're not going to have a season but hopefully again this all the the virus uh, gets suppressed throughout the summer and they're able to start on time yeah. that, it, let's put it this way if they start on time then you know we're, we're in trouble as a country yeah. <laughs> if it's if it's using and last through the summer then it's going to last through the fall too the, right yeah, and that's crazy to think about, like a six-month, seven-month thing. Um, so speaking about the NCAA, they were basically on the verge of having to pay the players, the student-athletes, I guess we should call them. Um, do you think that is still going to be happening now, or do you think with this huge thing, that's kind of on the back burner? Yeah, I think I think in like four or five years it may come back once they recoup the money and they can kind of focus on that. I don't know how much money the NCAA is going through at the moment, 
where these colleges are. But yeah, I, I find it unfortunate for the players that they were just so close to getting paid. California passed laws and everything. You know? So, what, yeah. Yeah, do you see any of these leagues coming back in the springtime, like, as first? Trying to be the first one in? Like, um, NBA, NHL, MLB, trying to be, like, the first one back out? No, I don't. I mean, I I think that it's going to... I think the virus is going to make that, that schedule for them. I mean, once... Restrictions start getting taken off on a state. Um, I almost would think that you'd have to have all states not have the stay-at-home orders, and at that point, then the, the uh, NBA or NHL or Major League Baseball can think about coming back. But before that happens, I, I don't. There's no way they'll, they'll come back. Yeah, I'm trying to look. They come back. And they put 60,000 people in, in the stands of, uh, you know, one of the big baseball ar- arenas, and it comes out that certain people in that stadium had coronavirus, and that's going to be the worst PR that, that they could have. Yeah, I agree. That's why I... I, I, I that's yeah. yeah, I can't even... I'm looking at them, I'm just like, I don't know if, if I was in charge of any of these. I don't know which... If I would come back first at all, I wouldn't want to be that one, just like what you said. With We end up having a huge case, um, a huge bad PR move, you know? <laughs> I'd kind of want to see what happens with another league first, and then... Lives at risk, the dude decide to go and go to the games. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to the Olympics... Um, that's going to happen next year. Um, yeah. Do you know if they have to now requalify for that? Are you are you aware of anything? No, I, I don't know. It's an interesting question. I would assume that they if they already qualified. They would be extended. <laughs> I'm just, uh, this coronavirus, that you know, they they are just a game and. Um, the safety of the of the people is definitely more important than trying to continue, uh, you know, NBA, NHL, horse racing, etc. Um, and one, I know, no live sports going on, but it is nice that there's the different NBA TV and and, and, and uh, NFL Network, and they're showing. Uh, you know, old Super Bowls, and they're showing uh, the old NBA Finals games. So those are sort of fun to watch, rather than just watch a you know regular season game with the Timberwolves versus the Jazz or something. <laughs> you know, get to see LeBron's block again. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of cool to to you know relive some of the moments that you've seen throughout the years of of these huge games. Um, NBC Sports just started doing football Saturday night in America. And yesterday they had the Ravens and Steelers 2010 game. But, um, yeah, it kind of puts, like, sports in perspective. Um, The thing we didn't talk about was, like, Little League and kids in sports, like the impact on them. 
which hopefully they're at their house, they're doing something, staying active, because this was like a thing that kids would do after school, you know, to kind of stay healthy, and now they're we're stuck in, inside. So we do realize how big of an impact sports has on the youth. Hopefully the youth is, you know, still doing something and staying active, even though sports are basically canceled. Yeah. Yeah, that has to be harder to do in an urban environment. Um, I know I've been trying to keep active, at least in the house myself, um, and go for walks and, and things like that. But I, as far as if you're a professional athlete or even a, a student athlete or if you're you know, going into your Little League season, um, that might take a little bit more extra training than you know what, I'm, what I'm used to just... <laughs> You know, doing things around the house. Uh, but yeah, no, it has to be tough. Uh, you know, if you're living in New York City right now, it's got to be, and you don't have a treadmill or a Peloton or something like that in your apartment, then it's got to be, it's got to be really tough to get your exercise in, knowing that uh, of how bad it is up there. Uh, I don't want to be walking around at all. Yeah. Did you see the? Um video or article about Steph Curry the other day. It took him five hours. He didn't have a basketball net in his like $21 million house. So he decided to buy one and build it, and it took him five hours to build it because he didn't know what he, how to set it up. <laughs> so, yeah. Like the, Steph Curry was moving his, his fame, and he ended up doing an um, Instagram uh, interview with uh, Anthony Fauci so that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah. other athletes using their their money for good and, and donating and being charitable yeah Sin Chu Chu the uh, baseball player for the Texas Rangers he donated a thousand dollars of his salary to every Texas minor leaguer I guess they only get paid <laughs> yeah I think they only get paid when they play and since they're not playing they're not getting paid so, yeah, it's it's cool to see these nice gestures. Um, Rudy Gobert, I think he gave up $500,000. Um, I don't know how many other people have done it, but it is nice to see people giving back. Um, it would be interesting to see if some of them go on, like, the Instagrams and stuff. I'm sure there's others. I just haven't. Those are just the ones that I heard of. Yeah. It would be awesome if they all came together and, you know, maybe did something for drills and stuff for kids to do at home to stay active and for people like like you said in New York City that got nothing to do, you know, as a way to, you know, because they're probably getting followed anyway by these people online or, you know. But, yeah, what we didn't cover was soccer. Um, I did no research on soccer. Um, how much? How much do you want to talk about soccer? Because for the Serie A league, I mean, that was pretty. Before things started to get shut down in the United States, I remember seeing just these pictures of the Italian uh, league with no fans in the in the stands. So just weird to me to see uh, you know these soccer players in this. 100,000 people stadium and there's nobody there. At that point, that's when I 
I was just thinking to myself, like, this is it's going to happen here. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, and um, I'm yeah. I think we're both glad that the leagues all did something proactively instead of waited until it got out of control in America, and which they could be blamed for some of that. You know, um, it, but it would have been interesting to see some NBA games played with absolutely nobody. You know, <laughs> like I think that was what LeBron was mad about because that was their original thought was to play NBA games in empty stadiums, and he got upset by it. Which I didn't understand because like LeBron basically said, "Well, I'm not playing. Play for well, there's." Millions of fans that are watching you on TV, and there's 20,000 that, so you're still playing for the fans. It's like just because the fans aren't actually in attendance at the stadium doesn't mean that there aren't millions of people watching you. So I, I found that, said, oh, I play for the fans, I'm not playing if, if we don't have fans. Well, yeah, the fans are at home watching you. Yeah. So I didn't get that statement. Yeah, and I think he, he opened up a can of worms because I could. Then go like, well, I don't see you play hard every play for these fans when you play, you know, 48 minutes. I, I, I see you take a lot of plays off. I see you walking. I don't see you hustling. So are you really always playing for the fans? Because <laughs> it doesn't look like that. But also, um, if you remember in October, the controversy in the NBA about NBA in China, and he attacked the uh, yeah. Houston, Houston GM about speaking before he knew the topic. And I was like, didn't you just do that with with this, without the fans comment? Like, you didn't know all the information and you just spoke up. <laughs> um, yeah. I like LeBron. I don't like to attack him, but uh, I'll say when he's wrong. Um, I'm the same way. I know there are, there are a lot of LeBron haters out there. Play, so. Yeah, I, I feel bad for the Lakers because this was like a year they were looking really, really good. LeBron looked rejuvenated. They got Anthony Davis. And then it's like, man, I would have loved to see them against Giannis probably in the finals, most likely, you know? Um, yeah, that would definitely be the likely uh, finals matchup, that's for sure. Yeah, or seeing the Lakers and the Clippers in seven games against each other. Good series. Uh, maybe, maybe still will be a good series in July. <laughs> we hope. Yeah, we hope. All right, Jeff. So, any any last words before we end this sports edition and go our separate ways? Just you know, stay safe and healthy, and um, try to practice social distancing as much as you can, uh, and. Uh, everybody should work on their mental health as well. Um, just making sure that you know, everybody, uh, you know, is is men is physically healthy. Mm. What, and whatever that means for you, just do. Like I, I like doing yoga personally, um, but yeah. Uh, everybody, stay healthy. All right. Well, thanks for joining, Jeff. Um, Take care, and I'll probably see you in about an hour. <laughs> some, uh, some beers and a happy hour. <laughs> All right, then. All right. All right.
All right, and thank you for listening to the podcast on everything coronavirus sports edition with guest Jeff Hanna. Thanks.